0: I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, June 23rd, and time for WQXR's Washington Report online. Joining us now as he does every week is the New York Times David Sanger. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, the fighters who make up the group known as the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria have now taken a major crossing point between the two countries. How will this affect the insurgency?
1: I, you know, Carrie, I think what's really notable here is the breadth uh, of the territory that ISIS has now taken. Uh, They are commanding uh, one of the largest areas we have seen a terror group command, even larger in some ways than the parts of Pakistan that were controlled by al-Qaeda central uh, in the heyday of Osama bin Laden. And so part of the problem here is going to be that dislodging them from these crossing points in Syria and uh, with Jordan is another but dislodging them from this large section of the country is going to be a much larger question. And one, frankly, the United States recognizes it can't do by air power. And so that's what's going to end up informing this debate, which you saw play out on the, uh, the talk shows uh, yesterday, not only between Democrats and Republicans, But within the Republican Party, you heard uh, Dick Cheney basically saying, if you don't solve this problem, you're back to 9-11. You heard Rand Paul, the voice of a very different part of the party, saying, you know, this wasn't even necessarily President Obama's uh, fault. It uh, lies in the fact that we shattered uh, the existing order when we went into Iraq 11 years ago. And so while we're arguing about history, ISIS is out taking more territory.
0: While we're on the subject, wasn't that Secretary of State John Kerry we heard all but calling for a new leader of Iraq? Uh, Isn't that an interference with their elections?
1: Uh, It sure walked right up to the line. The official U.S. uh, wording is it's up to Iraqis to decide who's going to run Iraq. But nobody uh, in the administration leaves any doubt that they have now given up completely on, uh, on President Maliki, who they believe brought this upon himself, by ruling in such a pro-Shia, autocratic way, cutting the Sunnis out. And the problem they've got is that there are a lot of Sunnis in Iraq who do not support ISIS by any means, but who are sitting on the sidelines because they're sort of happy to see Maliki taken down a notch.
0: Back home, David. Congress may be about to pass domestic spying legislation. What can we expect
1: I think you'll see a version of the existing bill turned into law sometime in the next few weeks. This essentially does what President Obama had promised a few months ago when he said that uh, the um, uh, domestic uh, bulk collection of telephone metadata, that's the information about the calls that you and I make, will no longer be in the hands of the government and will go back to just being in the hands of of the phone companies. The question is what the mechanism is and how speedily, the NSA and others can get to that. Uh, but uh, I think at this point, there is pretty much bipartisan accord that some kind of, of reform is going to take place. The difficulty is this doesn't go to the core issues that came up out of the Snowden revelations.
0: Thanks a lot, David. Thank you. The New York Times, David Sanger. I'm Carrie Nolan, and that's the Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.